This episode of Sewing Out Loud is brought to you by the Made to Measure Leggings class from SewHere.com. This online class brings ZD right into your sewing room to show you how to measure, draft, and construct a pair of leggings based on your personal measurements. Go to SewHere.com leggings to find out more and get access to all the videos and course materials immediately. That's SewHere.com leggings. Welcome to Sewing Out Loud, the official podcast of ZD Sewing Studio. Here are your hosts, ZD and Mallory. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm Mallory Donahue. I'm ZD Donahue. That's right. Oh, you know what? We'll start off this podcast by saying that ZD's right. She was right. She is right. Do you remember our like sewing mistakes episode that we just recorded? Uh-huh. And there was that description of a problem, and the, the you know she was it was Lynn uh, who was if talking. If you're only cutting out on one layer, of fabric. yeah. And uh-huh. I thought she was describing something else, and you thought she was describing. You know, I thought she was describing situation, you know, B, and you was right, and you were correct. Lynn was like, oh, wow. ZD was correct, and I said, well, ZD, ZD, of course she's right, and Lynn was like. Yeah, she's going to love that. And so I, <laughs> I was like, yes, you I saw it, and I liked her comment. She she knew um, what was going on. Yeah, and actually over um, in the group, if you're speedy quick, we – well, I guess, no. So this is – this episode is zipper tips number one, and we're going to share – That some, was a real Yeah, that was really bad. Thing. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Poorly planned. Poorly planned segue. Uh is this episode of Zipper Tips number one? And right. we have just been seeing like lots of zipper chatter in the group. And one of the things that I well, see well, oh, go ahead. before you before yeah. we get into like that. But we've been seeing all the zipper chatter, and so we're going to address a few like issues, but then we know that we're not addressing every single thing about right. zippers. So as a follow-up, in a couple of weeks, we'll record another episode. So if you can get back to us after you listen to this episode, if you have further zipper questions. Right. You need to be specific about. Tell us what. Right. Be real specific. What, I, what I'm seeing is I have so much. I have so many problems putting it in. I just don't do zippers or I do it by. What's the problem? Yeah. We want to know the problem. Tell us really yeah. specifically what you run into so that maybe we can be helpful. Right. Because at first when we started to talk about this episode, I was like, yeah, I guess we didn't ask like, why are you having like exactly yeah. where everybody in the process? Say, I mean, you know, not everybody, but a lot of the comments are I'm having problems. So I just went ahead and put it in by hand and I'm like, I don't know. I don't. And ZD and I are like, ooh. Yeah, and I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> talking about a horrible thing, putting a zipper in by hand. Like that, it, we just think that that sounds not very fun. Right. Not that right. it's a bad idea. Just. I like, mean, I have put a zipper in by hand when I've had to pick a zipper for a certain reason or something, say like in a velvet or something like that. But I, I, I don't put it all the way in by hand. Right. Well, right. it seems anyway. That's right. just one of the kind of red flag things that we thought. Right. Oh, let's let's get some specific. Uh, situational information so that we can figure right. out why people and are having trouble. And the one thing we do know is zippers uh-huh. were invented after the sewing machine. So they had to be meant oh, to be oh. put in by a hey, that's machine, a, right? Love that. Don't love you think? That. Don't you think? Absolutely, Mom. Yes, yes I, I, I totally so. think so. Right. I love it. Yeah, no, and I, yes, that, I, I really like that um, 
that tip there. That's 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 my take on it. You anyway. said something else in a podcast episode recently that I loved. Now I can't remember. What it, was it was about if you what? can smell it. Or yeah, whatever. yeah, yeah. If you can, you know, you need to like allow yourself you to, need smell. to smell. You need it to be able to smell it because if it's there, yes. you want to smell it. You yes. remember the thing I loved so much that you said. Oh, Uh, oh, speaking of former podcast episodes, your nose wire tape mark on the table is not there anymore (laughs) because I had to film something and I had to peel it off. My nose wire. And it was terrible. We had cut through it with the rotary cutter like at 50, 16 different yeah. angles. And so I was like, oh, I'll I've peel no- this away. Well, I've and also noticed we need to flip that mat or something around I because actually, I think we were wearing it out. We just need a new mat. Do we? Because I looked at the other side because I thought. So we flipped it once? We, we've already okay. flipped it. I yeah. think we just need to treat ourselves and get a new mat. All right. So zipper tips. So first of all, um, I you always recommend this in the group. And I think I forget to recommend it because... I'm just so used to using it. But when you put in a zipper, one of your biggest, hugest friends is going to be wash away wonder tape. Right. Yeah. And what that is, is it's a two-sided tape. Yeah. So, you know, you can put it on the garment or you can put it on the zipper. And then you can, you know, ba- basically you're basting it down with glue. Yeah. You know, that washes away, too. So it's a... Uh, it's the, the type i think they might come in two with i think there's a quarter inch and i think there's three eighths okay or i'm lying or a half inch steam a seam and not wonder tape yeah you know i think we might be making this up i think it just comes yeah (laughs) i don't know you you know you're right i only think wonder tape comes in the one way yeah so we just and it's like a quarter inch i would say yeah it's it, it actually i think fits so very perfectly on zipper tape like it does on yes, that uh, yes. on that fabricy yes. part of the zipper that's called the zipper tape. Yes. The metal or the plastic part is called like the teeth or the, the coil. The teeth or the coil. So sometimes you have teeth mm-hmm. and sometimes you have a coil and a coil is usually your um invisible, invisible zipper. Zips, yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh anyway that yeah that fabricy part is the tape and wash away wonder tape is it is. I don't think there's anything. I think it's all wash away. No, I know. It's yeah. just like that's just the so official. Right. Like TN, right. it's called. Mm-hmm. That's what it's called. Right. It's wash away wonder tape. You got to be careful though, because there was a there was another project product called Wonder Tape. That clingy stuff was, it was called also tape called or? Am- or maybe it's called Amazing Tape. Um, that was Amazing Tape. Okay, I so think. I'm just not putting on a very good performance. They discontinued that. Do you remember that? Do you remember that? This yeah. package right here what that says amazing, amazing Tape. tape. So right. we're talking about what, Amazing Tape was something. Is something to confuse that, that, you in this podcast. Right, that grips and holds without <laughs> adhesive. And it's not really used for sewing. We used to put it around um, thread cones and things to keep the, the tails from yeah. coming loose. Okay. So that's what it, it wasn't used like in the actual garment making. So the Wonder Tape is... An eighth inch wide. Quarter inch. Quarter inch wide. Excuse me. Quarter inch wide. And it's in a little roll like most tapes come. And one side will expose the tape and the other side, the plastic will stay on. So you'll, you you know, unroll it and you put the sticky side down where you want it. You do not iron it. No, it's not an irony product. You don't iron it. Okay. And then you will peel off, you know, your, the... It's it's like almost I want to say it's a shiny paper. Yeah, I want to say Waxy. kind of like a um oh darn, what's the clear stuff like an acetate almost not quite maybe more more like plastic. 
Yeah, it's yeah, opaque. It's like a thin, but you know, it's 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 to be non-sticky. Right. Right. So then you take that off, and then all you have to do is press it against something. Mm-hmm. And the nice thing about this is you can lift it up and move it over. Right? Yeah, lift it's, it up. You know, it's very you can do it a couple times. Mm-hmm. Um, and it will peel off if you don't want it, or if you screw up or whatever. Well, you know, you can peel it off before you decide to sew. The other thing I really like about it is that for most zipper insertions, so we're calling it wash away, which right. if you remember from our stabilizer podcast, like this is a product that is named by how you take it off, right? That's right. Um, and the wonder is how you put it on, I guess. Uh, so, <laughs> so I wonder, wonder, wonder. Go ahead. Um, That's a song. I, I know. know that. I know. Okay. Yes. And uh, anyway, so a lot of zipper insertions, though, allow you to just leave it. You right. don't have to actively remove it I don't, after I the don't, zipper insertion. I don't remember ever removing it, I, The only thing I can really think of is if you did some super duper, like, exposed zipper um, where... I just feel like I always have it under my stitching. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm just saying that's the right, only the right. only time when you would really right. have to go in there and like get it wet and take it away. Right. But like a uh, zipper fly, like a fly, a fly right. front zipper fly, fly zipper. Ooh. Um, we're in bad shape today, <laughs> apparently. Not, apparently, um, the snapses are not snaps thing. Yep. Yes. Uh, an invisible zipper. I'm just thinking of like all these zippers where it ends up, like you said, getting enclosed in like the seam allowance. Right. So you don't. It is. A, it's a bit tacky. It, well, and uh, and I, you know, most of the things it's going to wash away and go away. Right. So you yeah. don't have to like go in there, but then like your garment gets laundered right. or whatever, and it's just kind of a non-issue. Right. So it's nice that it's um you know replaceable and stuff. So this is different, and it won't change the um. Hand you know, the ha- right the hand or drape. I mean, the tape of the zipper is going to cha- may change the the hand or drape of the fabric, but this does not. This does not add stiffness. It really, all it's adding is like this little little you know minuscule layer of b- basically, you know, gooey mm. stuff. It's sort of it's sort of like um, a post-it note type tape. Yeah, I you know. Will, I will glue. say um, it does. It's a little bit stronger. Probably. It seems a little thick. A little gummy, might uh, be, to me, yeah. and so that's why I wanted to. Um, oh, I see. I don't really feel like it's that. I gummy. wanted to yeah. highlight that if someone put it on their zip and they're like, "Oh, this is going to be like a total uh, pain to wash away." Don't worry about it. Just don't worry about it. Just put it down and get. I guess on. the thing <laughs> is, is, you know, I've used that in costumes where I've had sheer, sheer uh-huh. applied it in sheer, you know, applications um, where it was. The mat, you know, stretch mesh or yeah. um, chiffon or or something like that. In fact, that is what it's the most perfect for. Are those kinds of applications where you've got a stretch or you've got a slick, slinky, slidey fabric? That is like it's your savior. And I'll just say, I really dislike pinning zippers in place. I do too because I think it very much distorts. Distorts. And because you know you're you're pinning this stiff tape against whatever you have. Mm-hmm. Um I particularly like it well, I just like it for everything, but yeah, I'm thinking I do so many knits and things that I mean, it's just so great because it stabilizes that knit so you don't have any crawling of the knit when you're applying that zipper. Yeah, so I guess just going to – I do sometimes pin like a, a fly 
zipper yeah. in place sometimes, but mm-hmm. it's probably just because I was a little too lazy to get the wonder tape out. And then yeah. sometimes with a fly front zipper, when you get kind of good at them, you actually don't have to pin at all. Right. If you're on a stable enough fabric. And flat. And, it, so, you know. I, w- I, was, just... I was trying to think about this. When don't I use that, right? Okay. So if I'm in a, like a really flat application. Like, sure. Like a bag. Like I can put a good zipper in a, in a little zip bag or something. Those are so flat and so straightforward. You and they're usually the like a quilting yeah. cotton or uh-huh. something. Or something. There's something. At least a stable woven of some sort you know i i'm i'm probably not pinning or doing anything i am making a mark maybe so let's talk about that well yeah you know we didn't have this in our before we move on to keeping it even is that Mm -hmm. what you're going to talk about i want to bring up wonder clips sure okay because so i really dislike pinning but if you are Applying a zipper that gets to, you know, where you get to line up the tape right to the edge of the fabric. Right. Wonder clips can be a great thing that don't distort exactly. the, the fabric and the zipper right. uh, like pins can. So wonder clips, before there were wonder clips, we were using hair barrettes and binder clips and all kinds all of clippy of thingies. Yeah. And wonder clips in all of their current iterations are the nice thing about them is they have a very flat side. They do. That will ride along the machine bed without distorting it. So without distorting your project. So that's why we like um, Wonder Clips. And there are like little narrow Wonder Clips right. now. There are jumbo Wonder Clips right. now. There are And I, I agree sorts. with you. You know, we used to use other things, uh-huh. you know, that weren't made manufactured specifically for the sewing scene and the wonder clips are very nice no because when they came out a lot of people like i just use i use this i use hair clips i use and we're like yeah try this and they're like oh yeah they it doesn't have you know the hair clips made it arc and the the binder clips are a little bit too bulky and well hard to take off sometimes well that's the other thing (laughs) you know (laughs) and these clips you know just don't get in the way and they do the job and and they're nice we happen we have too many wonder clips we have open packs from when we had the shop right but if you got like a 50 pack you're good for life. I think it lasts you for a really long yeah, time. I mean, depending on you know how much come, you use them or what you do come with in them. Ten packs. I think what happens, I think what happens is they get stepped on and broken well, more that's than anything. True. It, they don't break from use. I think they get broken in other ways. Yeah. So the, yeah. the little ten packs I felt were like the gateway sampler pack to right. Wonder Clips. Like, oh, try this. But like, you need more than ten. But do you need more than fifty? Maybe if you're binding some like huge freaking quilts well i was gonna say if people do quilts yeah or something like long and uh the wonder clips are out there in a few different like i was saying iterations because some of them have like a quarter inch marked on them. right when they first came out you know know. there was one kind now Mm -hmm. there's all kinds it's a billion yeah okay so before now now let's move on to keeping the zipper even in we're you know, talking about a garment, but this could be a bag. This could be a cushion. Well, right, and and you can mess them all up. That's right. You can mess up anything, and and oftentimes, what is happening when you're putting that zipper in is sometimes you're sewing from the top to the bottom, and then you go to the other side, and you might be going from the bottom to the top. So the direction. Now, I changes. consider the top of the zipper okay where it's open, okay, and I consider the bottom of the zipper where it's, it's like 
oh, shut. And let's clarify that too. So ZD wasn't talking like wrong and right side of right. fabric. You know, she was talking like, you know, zipper stop to the at the at the bottom, what right. she's calling the bottom to the right. top where that. Right. Okay. Cool. So, um, you know, especially if you're sewing in two different directions like that, right? Uh-huh. Like you know, one side you're sewing from you know. Like I said, top to bottom, bottom, the other other way, it's bottom to top. So they will get misaligned, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Um, they will. Just because of the feed dogs. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's just a natural thing. That's how how the whole mechanism works. So when I I put in a zipper, I will usually make at least a midpoint mark. So I know where the midpoint is on my zipper. So from you know, there's an end, a top, and an end. So I mark where that's going to be, uh-huh. I, or I know where it's going to be. Sometimes I mark where it is. Sometimes I know because maybe it's the end of the fabric, right? Yep, yep, yep. So and then I take a center point and go, okay. So I mark it on the zipper, and then I mark it on both sides of the fabric, right? Right. So that that gets now depending on how long. So if this zipper is more than like say. 10, 12 inches, I may put two marks between love, the beginning and the I end. I love these landmarks. You know, I don't right. think, I don't think that I, uh, I think I try to get away with fewer marks and it's not a good idea. Now, if I'm putting <laughs> a four inch, six inch, sure. eight inch zipper in a bag and everything's flat, I might not do that. Right. Okay. It's, you know. And a lot of it has to do sometimes with the fabric. Does the fabric crawl? Is it, you know, is it a bumpy fabric? Is it, does it have texture? Whatever. I mean, obviously, the more you work with fabrics, the more you know how they work. Well, that is something that came up with, um, oh, man, I'm going to forget her name. It's Katie, I think. Yeah. She's been making that dress. She's been drafting the whole dress. Uh huh. We have we have the group. If you're in the group, you've seen Katie's dress. Right. <laughs> she's, and she's been really good about explaining it. She's as been she goes telling along. us what yeah. we've been doing. We have been helping her out. It's been cool. And she was saying that she, like everything she was reading or lots of pattern instructions had her interface the seam allowance where the zipper was going. And when I was looking at her fabric just from over the internet, I was like. Do you really need to? Right. Because it looked like a pretty stable woven, you know, and I I said, it's judgment call. Like, you might be able to get away with it. However, in And if it's a very stable, if it's stable, stable, you know, definitely if it's stable. And is she lining it or is she not lining it? That, you know, all these things pla- go into play. You know, partially here, if you use your wonder tape and you pop that zipper tape down on the edge of that fabric it will right. do something to stabilize it it does and sometimes that's what that, that interfacing is for they're just stabilizing the edge of your fabric yeah that's what applying. she was saying right. yeah so if you find i find that sometimes the zipper like adhering the zipper tape to the edge of the fabric will do the trick right if it is super duper crawly and gross and terrible i mean you know what i mean uh, <laughs> terrible for you to be sewing right. <laughs> uh interfacing that can help and you share in the zigzag live broadcast for activewear zippers that use cotton organdy for I that do. application i do um, well i do in swimsuits at least do i do it in a, i'm not sure if i do we it in called everything. it activewear right but you did it in a swimsuit mm-hmm. but yes well and so. that's a very long zipper it, long zipper that's like you know in in my i wear like a rash guard swimsuit so i wear a high necked long sleeve one piece swimming suit mm-hmm. which requires that I zip from like, you know, 
the hollow of my neck all the way down. Like your belly button. My, yes, to my navel or past it, yeah. to, you know, because you can't get in it. Hey, you want to go to the bathroom? Well, yeah. You best yeah. put that zipper I mean, low enough. That's right. I mean, you know, your shoulders just aren't going to go. Right. So, um, you know, I do use cotton organdy in there to stabilize that. Right. I absolutely do. Um, and I, that's an exposed zipper, also. Yeah, that is an exposed zipper. Yeah. I think we're ready to take a quick break, and we're going to come back and talk a bit about lengthening and shortening zippers, and putting a zipper in a muslin. Wouldn't it be cool if everyone who listened to this podcast could learn how to make perfectly fitting leggings directly from you, the leggings expert? Well, yes, Mal. That's why we produce the Made to Measure Leggings class. I teach anyone, no matter their age, ability, or gender, to make perfectly fitting leggings based on their measurements. And if someone is feeling particularly generous, they can make leggings for anyone who they can get to stand still long enough to measure. You, yes you, can get immediate access to all the videos and course materials in the Made to Measure Leggings class by going to SewHere.com slash leggings. This online class allows you to complete the process at your own pace, and you own it forever, so you can re-watch it as many times as you need. Stop struggling with the leggings that roll down or sag in the wrong places. I'll be your guide as you create leggings that are made especially for you. No matter what your equipment or skill level, ZD covers everything from measuring, drafting, cutting, and construction on a sewing machine or serger in this class. Go to SewHere.com leggings and get started today. Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. back okay so i'm here too you're here i said weird did i say i'm no you did oh okay okay um i liked this question that somebody posted mm -hmm. do you put a zipper in a muslin and i was like hmm i think it depends it's a, i think on, that's a perfect on thing the garment to say. you mm -hmm. know in the pants drafting little class that i'm currently developing and trying to uh perfect I have the students put a fly extension in the front mm -hmm. center, even if they don't plan on having a fly front, because I find that that extra fabric in the front there and like marking the center seam makes it really easy to pin up. Okay, so that's right. Okay, I'm I'm coming like from the same. So if I was making 
Six bridesmaids' dresses. Yeah. Right. Which scene would you leave open? R- well, yeah. <laughs> right. And and I was making muslins. Now, I wouldn't always make muslins for bridesmaids' yeah. dresses, but sometimes I would. If the fabric was like $90 a yard, I would. And, you know, we had some like that. Um, so, or our costumes, say. Yeah. You know, where I, um, I, it was there's going to be probably a fitting issue, right? Okay, like maybe I didn't even see these people. Sure. Okay. Sure. So I would make up, say, a muslin, mm-hmm. and I would not put a zipper in the back. Yeah. And oftentimes, because it was that center back seam, I might cut an extra half inch, add an extra half inch, like onto a fly extension seam. on your back. right. So it's <laughs> yeah. almost the same thing. That way, it was easy to pin. Uh huh. Okay, and it was up the back. Right. Okay. And or sometimes I could even alter it there. Like maybe if I only needed to give a little bit more fabric someplace, I would I would just use that extension, you know, and know that I needed to add fabric. Yeah. Or I could also take away in that place. And that might be the only alteration I had right. to make on some of those. So I think that this perspective is good from you. Now, right. But if you're making it for yourself, right. I can see how, well, how are you going to get that on yourself? Exactly. You and, and the other thing is, is when you say a muslin, mm-hmm. you know, is this your sloper? Right. Okay. Or is this a dress? You know, what? Yeah. I mean, there's all yeah. these things. And Or is this a Halloween costume? Who cares? <laughs> well, you should be making yeah. a muslin anyway. You know, but, but I mean, it, it, you know what I'm saying? It, it depends yeah. on the preciseness so, you want or the fit you want. or. So first of all, like the perspective here of when you're making a muslin, it's nice to leave a seam open in the center front or center back mm-hmm. because of... Not necessarily because you are symmetrical, right? But I, it's harder to like pin up a side seam and then repin side seams and you know all that, right? So I, I had them. I we, you know, in that pants class, we will put that fly extension on the front. We'll pin it at the front. But if you want a side z- invisible zipper, you know, more power to you, and there's no problem. You know, just adding that right. on there. So if I was, if but if I were making a muslin for myself and it was like a princess seam shell dress you know or whatever and i didn't have my cool mom around me i might i might pop a zipper in that muslin well this yes and you know? this also brings up me getting into my costume we yes just, uh, <laughs> i was at home by myself how do you how should you prepare for zipping and unzipping a dress and, and you should prepare how shall you should prepare how so, shall one so prepare? this was a you know a unitard yep <laughs> And I zip it up, and I'm, like, so happy it fits, and I look so great. And I'm just so thrilled because I had actually made one for my partner, and she looked really good, and I had I was paranoid I wouldn't look as good as her. So, anyway, you know, I was, like, so proud of myself, and then I couldn't get out of it. <laughs> I'm, I'm, so, I'm, I'm texting Mallory, come unzip me. She goes, I'm not home. I was like, <laughs> no one is? No one's home. Okay. So, I did managed to get out of it by like dislocating my shoulder and a pair of hemostats but what you do what you do is you make sure you have some sort of ribbon or string or something attached to the zipper pull pull and hopefully there's a you know add a ring to it or you know now here here can be the problem if it's an invisible zipper 
which mine was. It doesn't have a ring. It the, doesn't have a ring, but there is. The but there is on the pull tab. There is a little space, space there, an itsy bitsy space, right? And you can put a ring or sometimes even a, a safety pin through it or something like that, just so you can like get it started. Even, yeah, so you know, and attach your ribbon. I'm onto actually that. impressed you zipped it all the way up. Unassisted. That didn't seem like a problem for you know, some reason. I don't know why I didn't think, oh, this is going to be a problem to get you, down. That can help you zip it up, too. Right, so, right. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. In fact, so then I made one for both of us uh-huh. so that if by chance we were in the midst of performing or, you know, in the act of putting on this show and you were backstage and you didn't have help, you could go to the bathroom. Right, right. You know. That's um, um I just imagine like some elaborate pulley system right. to get so yourself in. So if <laughs> if you're familiar with wetsuits, this is how they're made. Right. They have a they you know, they have a like a, a tape on the you know, a twill tape sort of setup and then they like usually have some sort of velcro tab where you can like fold it up and put it under there. It stays this there. This is also a burlesque trick. Like a strip tease uh-huh. trick is yes. um, something that I came across during when this she whole was stripping. When I was stripping, I haven't gotten to do that. There's like a, a really rich burlesque scene roundabouts here. Haven't gotten to. There's a toes. rich burlesque scene like lots of places. Now. Yeah, it's very popular. Yeah. yeah, no, yeah, it is. It is. It's getting more like more right. and more accessible and stuff. So anyway, um, yeah, that. So putting, do you put a zipper in a muslin? Ask me why. No, no. Depends. Go ahead. <laughs> depends on the muslin. And I'd probably put it in the center, even if then I wanted my princess seamed shell dress to have a underarm side well, zip or Well, and something. I will say this, that if I was making a muslin for, say, a wedding dress, and I knew that the zipper was going to be in the side seam, because that's sure. often what I did, because, of course, your back was often to, you know, the, the congregation audience. or the audience <laughs> when you were... Um, you know, in a wedding dress, so I made sure that went under uh-huh. uh, the arm. So, and especially there, because you're going to probably have to alter and everything else there, but you need to know that zipper's going to work there. Right. You need to test it before yes. you, you know, go to your final. You but need I to do know think that it's zipper's going to work there. Kind of nice to leave that. Now, I know. based it in. Uh-huh. You know, I use at least, a, you know, well, four. That- a stitch for because it will come out. So we'd like and baste it in with a different color. We'd like thread. To, I'd like to talk about. Is this everybody making bit. their muslin with a non-matching thread mm. so they can see their threads? Because mm. that's one of my tricks, and I usually use a different color thread up. And under, so that I always you know, know that has not come up on the podcast for a, a hot minute. Time. Is uh, not matching your top and your bottom thread. That's right. a tip from way back. Uh, I want to talk about basting. So a lot of people said, like, I can't, I can't get a zipper in. This is what we want to hear about. We want right. to know. Uh, I can't get a zipper in unless I hand baste it. And we're like, really? Like that seems like such a. Well, not if you have wonder tape. You yeah, Go get, ahead. So, get yourself wonder, wonder tape. Wonder tape. Wonder you know. tape. Uh, but let uh, me whisper. Wonder it, tape. Wonder tape. You can often, actually, I think you can often get away with a longer stitch length on a zipper than a two point five. Like a lot of the time, <laughs> Cause, right? Because I've been teaching people before, and I'm like, "Oh my God, you used the 2.5 stitch length on the zipper, and now it's like welded to this fabric." Yes. And I wish we would have used a three, you know. <laughs> so when we I think there's a lot of places that you can use a three. Agreed. Where we use where you know 2.5, and believe me, I use a two and a 1.5 in places sometimes. Yeah, but but yes. you know. 
look at the fabric, make a test seam, mm -hmm. fold that seam out, you know, finger press it down, pull it, see, is, is three enough? The fewer stitches, actually, the better the seam, you know, can look sometimes. sometimes yeah, it, sometimes it, it, it makes it, it lay better. Well, it honestly Agreed, depends. You know. It just depends on yeah. the fabric. Sometimes a closer stitch is better. Sometimes a stitch that's farther apart is better. It really depends on the fabric. Um, very fine fabrics, the closer the stitch, usually it's better. Yeah, and like you said, zippers were invented after sewing machines. And I think right. that zippers really benefit from, like, super straight stitching. Mm -hmm. And I am probably not as good a hand sewer as these people. Like, well, I know it because... I don't like to hand sew. So I, I just can't even imagine doing so, this. But, so, yeah. um, I and I would also feel like the stitch on my sewing machine was stronger, uh, perhaps being a lot. I think stitch. it. I think it would be a neater, flatter stitch. Yeah, but I'm sure but somebody. Like out I there said, is, somebody's probably out there that can do like it. Who can do now? Well, yeah. If I do what is called hand pick a zipper, so yeah, that I'm explain that real quick. Right. Yeah. So that is. Instead of your top stitching, uh -huh. right, where you have a flap over your, so you either have a center lap or lapped uh, or, 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 you know, a, what is it called? Is it an off, what is it, side lap? Side lap, is it like? A lap, no, it's a lapped zipper or a centered zipper. Okay, okay. But they both get top stitched yes. through, you mm -hmm. know, basically. Okay, so I'm doing this on a velvet dress and I'm putting a regular zipper in, not an invisible. Sure. Right? So you usually don't ha have to hand pick a invisible zipper because you you don't top stitch it, right? Right, right, right. So say I can't find a zip, whatever, but I, for some reason I'm using a regular zipper, and this could be for a lot of reasons actually. But I'm using you know regular flat type zipper. The the top layer of the garment has to be stitched to the tape. Yeah. Okay. And I don't want to top stitch on velvet. Right. I want it to look like it's barely there. Sure. So what you do is you hand pick it from the wrong side. And, you know, you're taking, you're going through the tape and you're barely picking up one or two threads of the top like garment. half of the width of the fabric when you... When I say half width, I mean width. depth of it. Oh, you know, you're yes. picking up a thread. You know, right. you're trying to like right. trying to get just in there. It's it's not a running stitch. No, when we say no. pick, it's like we're just barely just inserting our thread it. between yes. those fibers to to yes. grab it. Now on velvet, those would disappear a little better. Well, you, but sometimes they really show on velvet, you, so you have to be careful. You handpicked on that dupioni silk. I did because I or silk dupioni, which you can also call it mm -hmm, because yeah. person on YouTube because uh, um. I could not find there. a zipper at the time. Yeah. That, but, um, it, and that was under my arm. Yeah, it was under your arm, but I'm just saying, mm -hmm. like, that was, uh, you can see that if you look up close, you can see the picking. Yes. On if that. you look very, very yes. close. But the velvet, you know, the picking you might not see, but you're definitely going to see a top stitching if mm -hmm. you do that. Yeah. And it's just, now, you don't do this in an athletic garment. Right. You don't do, you know, this, I mean, this is not something that's, like, highly durable. No. But, um, so, hand. that's the only time I have ever hand, when it comes to hand insertion. So, when people are saying, I put my zippers in my hand, I do not know what they're talking about. 
Well, I mean, I guess I know what they're I, talking about. Well, no, I don't. I don't. Are they me, partially putting it in by machine? Part of me is just like, please let us help you. This process yeah. can go, I would imagine, like 20 times faster. I would think. It, it should it, it should just be easier than that. And, ho- and if you're having – but I can see how that control, like – Getting the zipper even or something. If you're right. if you've had those troubles with the machine and you're like, oh, I, I can't visualize this whole thing at once, and the machine is making me feel a little out of control, right. and I feel more. So we want to help you, like help you, let the machine help you. <laughs> so we want to help do. you find zippers to be enjoyable. Yes, yes. Uh, we haven't gotten. Well, in... it's the same thing when you hear people talk about buttonholes, and yeah. I'm afraid to do it. I'm yeah. afraid I'm gonna, you know, I get yeah. the garment all done, and I'm afraid buttonholes can come out quite well. Yes, and that is that has been an episode that I don't know how we would ever measure this, but so many people have been like, "Oh my gosh, Changes, I listened life to that changing. episode, and yes. now I'm not afraid of doing buttonholes and on my machine anymore." Have, literally said life changing this was life changing well I also it's life it's kind of life changing for me because someone was like please Mallory I need buttonholes done and I was like hell no and I was like here's this podcast episode because she'd made something right and then she didn't want to do the the buttonholes and I sent it to her and she was just like this is revolutionary I have Master, Ooh, revolution. Yes, wow. yes. So, uh, anyway, I was like, okay. So the, uh, I think the other thing we were going to try and cover was was the length or shortening a zipper here. Yeah. Uh, let's let's we're let's go. Okay. Let's do it. Do you shorten from the top or the bottom, ZD? I shorten from the bottom. I never remember what I'm supposed to do <laughs> because it's the easiest place it's the easiest thing to do I think I always end up shortening from the bottom but every time I look so at, at a zipper, the top you have two zipper stops that's right and at the bottom you have one mm. okay so you only have to mess with one right and who which end of the zipper do you usually see after it's in the garment yeah you see the two top stops right i like the one versus two that's going to help me remember okay you're going to deal with just one thing instead of dealing with so now if i have a nylon zipper yeah which could be um an invisible zipper or a regular Mm -hmm. tooth zipper toothed zipper um all i have to do to shorten it is put it under my sewing machine, pick bar tack, and make sure it goes over, you know, the width of those teeth, yeah. right? When they're together, the zipper is closed. Right. Because I'm only stitching once because I only have to do once. And I stitch back and forth. And I usually do it like 10 times, okay? Oh, okay. And, right. I, and I do make sure it's secured at the end. And then I cut my zipper off. Yeah. Don't cut it first. You don't have to. Okay, that's, Why would you? That's, it's being held together for you. That's the other way you can remember. Because if you cut off the stuff on the top, you can just pull your zipper stop that right off. That is true, too. Mm-hmm. And if you do, if you cut it off, if you cut the zipper off from the top, what you have to do is you have to stitch on both sides. Or you, there, there are, you can buy zipper parts. Well, then parts. you have to take off the bottom and zip it up from there is what I've done a few times. So I had to take off the bottom anyway. <laughs> right, right. So, so, I mean, you can also buy zipper kits with zipper stops in them okay so if i have a metal zipper how am i going to shorten it well okay i go ahead and talk to me about it okay it's a little bit more difficult but have you seen this tool for removing metal teeth well yeah i probably just use it i've used a pair of pliers 
but there I've is used a, tool. a pair of flyers too. But there is a tool. I am sincerely considering buying this tool. Well, and that tool is especially wonderful if you do home deck and you use big metal zippers. So, so you have to take the reason you have to take the metal teeth out is you may end up sewing around the bottom there, or right, you know. Uh, you can kind of get around them with your scissors if you're just going to, like, cut it off. Um, I used but, to pull them out, take the zipper, you know, uh-huh. apart from the bottom, and then pull them out off of the tape. I mean, if you, you know, if you pull your zipper apart and you grab a tooth with a pair of pliers. It'll come and off. And you pull, yeah. it will come off. Okay. Um, sometimes it does distort it a little bit. But then you can, you know... You can buy the parts to replace, right? So you can put a little metal tab across there, or you can sew across there too. I just sew across, right? Yeah, and that's what I usually do. Yeah, that. So this happens a lot with jeans, right? Yes. Um, when people are putting the fly yes. in, and and then you you have to be careful because you top you do top stitch like around right. the bottom of that zipper. Right. Um, but it's also the other thing you can remember for removing it from the bottom is those. There are little kind of those stops at the top of the zipper can help keep the zipper closed if you uh, leave those alone, if you leave those intact. So you need to pop those down just below your seam allowance. When I say just below, I mean like half of a millimeter. You know, you're going to stitch right over it. So this can be a place where, you know, get out your sewing gauge or get out your seam allowance discs from SewHere.com and mark five-eighths inch down or half inch, whatever your seam allowance is. You mean five eighths inch above the? the I mean zipper. down from the stitching line. So I'm looking at the waistband of a pair of jeans. Uh-huh. Okay, so the raw yeah. edge of the waistband. Yeah. That's what I mean. I'm sorry, um, if that wasn't clear. Right. Uh, but you need to to where to place your zipper. Yeah, to place. So those you top want to place stops, your zipper just outside of the seam allowance. Right. 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 So that those top stops can be useful right. there. Um, now the only place where this would be not applicable is a separating zipper. Right. So, so when you get to a separating yeah. zipper, this can be a hassle. Okay. Um, you can do it from the bottom because you can buy a kit. Oh God, kill me. I <laughs> know. It's really hard. Like <laughs> I, I, I mean it's 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 but, but you know and going from the top, you uh, not only can you sew across each side yeah. of the zipper tape but a lot of times you're enclosing you that you can enclose it yeah. you're enclosing that into a seam uh-huh. so it's going into you know the top of your hoodie zipper I'm, or I'm your jacket zipper I'm thinking of a hoodie zipper. or a jacket right too. okay this so is... but you can there there is there are kits where you can take that thing Ugh. off the bottom so what I have also <laughs> done and been known to do because I, I have the zipper monster that I live with. Someone just posted about theirs. They have a zipper monster yes. too. Did you see that? Freaking today. He's like the That's nemesis why. of all zippers. Yeah, just okay. destroyer of zippers. I don't. Okay, I don't know how he I am does Jerry, this. destroyer of zippers. Yes, and he pulls off the bottom <laughs> side of the. Okay, the separating zipper has a female male kind of component, yeah, yeah. right? And he will pull off the male part. Jeez. Right? Is that no, right? I no, I think female. No, he pulls part. off the female part. The You're larger right. part that the... No, no, no. He pulls off the male part. It's the part you insert. How does he do that? I don't know. 
<laughs> Who'd have thought it was possible? But he is he has pulled off both sides, okay? Okay, okay. He has pulled off both sides. He has pulled off just the pull. Sure. And come on with just the zipper. Right. Okay, you know, I mean who Calm down. Who knows? Get dressed and more okay. calmly. And I I go, This is how you do this. You insert this <laughs> and then you hold okay, you hold the butt. So this is how you do a separating zipper. You take the male part, you insert it into the female part, right? So I think back up. Um, uh, solidly or just stabilize the female portion in one hand and there keep you it go. stationary. And then and then you insert put the, the male the part. part. Right. And then you keep hold of the male part. That's right. And you... You're pushing it down. You're pulling it down, and you take the zipper pull, and now pull it up. Is he doing something somehow? Because here, you know what? We missed a part. Oh. The zipper pull is part of the female assembly. Yes, and is it's all like, the way to the bottom. Is he, like, not putting that all the way down there first or something? I don't know how Who he knows? ever got anybody <laughs> pregnant. But anyway. <laughs> um. <laughs> That is an important part of <laughs> yeah, on a okay. separating so zipper. So you take right yeah. on the female yeah. side. That's the movable side. Right. The, the the zipper slide is on on, on the female side. Yeah, and it needs to be all the way down, and you're holding it down. Because I've seen people. You know what? I bet that might be like our missing link here. Because someone will as I think he's the freaking missing link. <laughs> as they're inserting that zipper, they'll like move the zipper pull before yeah. they get it like locked yeah. in place. Mm. Yeah, I was just. Uh, I just put a life jacket on Isaac out of the pond today. So just to let y'all know, we're a little late in recording this episode. It's April 6th. It is April 6th, and the kids got all the way in the pond. In the ice-cold pond, but it was 80 it. degrees. They yes. swam across the pond. They did. Uh, it was pretty impressive. Okay, so, so short, shortening So those. I don't know. Sometimes you can give all the zipper lessons in the world, and you will still spend your life. Okay. So I've, I have... Added parts. I have. I can't. I bet I've replaced. What? I don't you think I replace one or two hoodie zippers a year? This is a part. A uh, part of the podcast. I think we're just gonna go with it, even though we're kind of long on this one. But you were talking about the choosing the length of a zipper. Yes. So, for a separating zipper, if I'm replacing it, or if I'm gonna like put it in a garment, personally, if I was making a garment. I would kind of be like, I'm going to make my front center seam one of the sizes of a standard separating zipper. <laughs> 22, 24. Oh, yeah. 20. oh, no. I would do that. So if I've lengthened or shortened the pattern based on, like, my body for right. whatever reason, I might revisit that. And the other thing you can do is like, you can add a tab at the top or something. Uh -huh. where Because, like, okay, think about this. I don't. There's not that many times I zip my hoodie all the way all up. All the way up. So if I, you know, want to make sure it does close at the top, I can put it like a tab there with a button too. Well, because if it comes, you know, if that zipper comes up short, say. Because what you were saying before we sat down to record is, right? Sometimes a pattern will call for an 18 or a 22 inch zipper to go down your back, and you're like. That means I'm gonna be like sitting on my yeah, zipper. Yeah, like a 22 inch zipper on my back. Is ridiculous. It's like in my crack. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, that sort of directive is definitely customizable. Right. You need to make sure you can get out of the garment 
okay? Right. Like, that's why the zipper's there, probably. Right. Um, so you need to make sure you can get out of the garment, but if you find that it doesn't have to go quite as low or if it's hitting you, like, in a funny place, that's definitely adjustable. Right. However, with a, with a separating zip like that, right. I might be like, just go ahead and make this this the length right. of my separating okay. zip. Okay, <laughs> and then there's another type of zipper that separates, and it's called a parka zipper. Uh-huh. Okay, and what that is, get it in the right size, okay? Because what that is, is it has two sliding mechanisms, one from the top and one from the bottom, okay? Yeah. So you, you really don't want to mess with that if you don't have to. Um, the other thing I wanted to say is, in that zigzag broadcast where we do the swimsuit zipper, the zipper you use, you have shortened, and it was a separating zipper. It was. But it's just a very pretty zipper, and mm-hmm. it happened to be in this batch of, like, very pretty separating zippers we bought. And we have used these zippers in so many things and cut off the separating part because we're well, not using and it. And the <laughs> other thing I really like about that uh-huh. Oftentimes on a separating zipper, you have a really nice pull. Yeah. And with the swimsuit, it's really nice to have that nice pull. The other thing about those zippers, I think that brand maybe still exists, um, but I'll I'll check, is the coil looks like metal. Yes, and it's it's not. not. Right. It's It's really cool. It's kind of gentle against your skin. And yeah, well, right. I really put nylon zippers in something like I'm going to swim in. Right. I don't want a metal zipper. So anyway, I wanted to bring that up real quick when you said, uh, ZD used some not so nice words about where the zipper actually hits her (laughs) going down her back. Maybe when COVID's (laughs) over and we do a live event, she'll tell you the word she used about where it hits. Um, well, you know, it, it you know, it, it hits my wiggle butt, right? There you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Um uh yeah, I guess maybe this podcast would be a good time to announce the arrival of a new family member. Yes. I actually lost two of my dogs and they're important to me. And ugh, I lost them exactly eight weeks apart. Yeah. One was very unexpected. We thought she was going to be the dog that was going to be around yeah, for a long time. We thought she was going to stick around longer. Yeah, <laughs> and she was the one that went. So the first dog was Reba, that, and we actually had to put her down. No, the, I thought the first was Jasmine. No, it was Reba. Oh, I'm getting them confused. Yeah, so it okay. was Reba, and she was old. She was about 14, and Jasmine was about 10. And we took Jasmine camping, and Jasmine went on a trail run, and she was prancing around the campgrounds, and everybody was talking about how pretty she was, and she was, because she was a prancer and a show-off. And we were home about um, 18 hours, and she started stumbling, and um, she was diagnosed with a brain tumor about, um, what, we, she was gone in 48 you know, hours. Mom has these big dogs, and yeah. they're all the same. They were all the like the same age. They were, yeah, they're very close to know? the same age. And so it's become it, be, it was becoming a very kind of like difficult time all at once. Um, so Raz is still with us. Yes, who we thought would go. We thought was doing because he was the, best. the old. He was old and the biggest. Yeah. He you know he's a 140 pound dog. Yeah. So we still have Raz, and but then, he is blind. <laughs> he's very blind. Yeah. Um, but we welcomed the family. A new pup. Named? Tova. Tova. And she is beautiful brindle something or Well, other. it's very funny because <laughs> everyone in the family was telling me that I was I was aging. And yes, we all are. But um, 
and that I didn't tell you that I needed to get a smaller dog, <laughs> right? I needed to get, go away from these hundred pound dogs and get a smaller dog, and uh, we have wound up with Tova, and she's from the Mo Wigglebutts. She's from the Mo Wigglebutts, yes. right? Missouri is M O Mo Wigglebutts, and um, we do not know her parentage. I think I'm going to have to do a DNA test, though. You, you're going to this, do one of those? this dog looks like a Great Dane, I am telling you. And um, so I don't know if she's a mastiff or what is she is, but um, we have calculated her on the puppy calculator weight and size chart to see what size she would be. And they said, your puppy will be a giant. <laughs> so she is predicted to be somewhere in say the 117 to 120 range in weight so she is not small she's not gonna be she's not gonna be small she's 17 weeks old and weighs about 40 pounds yeah yeah Yeah. that's a that's kind of like what you know that's what people's dogs weigh right 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 yeah well no surprise here uh so welcome tova yeah so what we want is we want like but did you ever announce your new dog marbles i don't know actually that well it's a 50 minute episode anyway whatever we so first of all, it's very hard to find a puppy during the pandemic, and I hope that all these people adopting puppies and dogs are like in Cute, it for yes. the long haul, you know. Um, well, that's kind of how we got Toba. Like, yeah, she got returned. A she few was times, returned twice. She? Well, here's how we got marbles. Right, we kept trying to get a dog. Right, and that we kept getting scooped, and then someone this it's a, was another like local rural rescue. Right. Who they don't have a physical shelter, they work with a network of fosters. Right, that's what. And someone called them up and said, "We got this dog on our land, and he's wild, and he, you know, like right. no chip, no nothing, or whatever." And this lady has been so overwhelmed that uh, I called and I was like, "Well, can can we have this dog? You know?" And she was like, "If you get him and you take him, you can just have him." You know, <laughs> she was like, "She was like, I'd you know, I'd really like you to get him spayed." I was like, "Oh no, we're not spayed, you know, fixed, fixed or you right. know, or, uh, neutered." And I was like, "Oh, don't you worry, you know." And and we've got a yard, all this stuff, and um. But so we kind of uh, skipped the system a little bit. Well, and that's there. kind of what happened. To me. I and mean, then, I skipped a little bit, too. And yeah. then uh, we were trying to name the dog. And so we were going around, me and my two children and, and my husband, Derek, talking about things to name the dog. And we were like food names and other like kind of cute inanimate object names. And Jerome wasn't super clearly spoken at this time this is like a year ago so he was two and all of a sudden he looks us and he goes marbles and we were like oh, like zelda you know Derek, and like, oh my gosh yes we're gonna name him marbles and he's is he's a hound a coon hound we believe a red bone a black and tan oh, coon hound I is i believe but i think he's i i think he has some um uh bloodhound in him his ears are really big well i've never been stopped so much with a dog for people yeah. to compliment he's very this dog. very pretty like i, I mean very pretty i guess I he has the black saddle with the tan markings I hate to he's say very it, pretty but i'm like he's okay looking but like i <laughs> oh, he's a really very attractive Everyone stops dog and is like where did you get that dog yeah. what breed is that dog you know it's like, very attractive he was left on the side of the highway oh and these poor people yeah. it was like this woman and her husband, and they were moving, and they have, like, two children under two, and they were like, please, come get this dog off of our property. Well, and this is what happened with Toba. <laughs> she was found on the side of the highway also. Yeah. And then I think what happened was people thought they were going to get a little puppy, and Itty puppy bitty. grew really fast. Yeah. And, um, and you know who's ready for that? 
ZD Donahue. Well, and, <laughs> and what I did, because, oh my gosh, I, w- I was at the point where I was, I don't want a dog. This is so hot. I've never had like, so well, much trouble getting a dog in my. through the process of trying to get a vaccine. Right. Trying, and then... to, trying to track down a COVID vaccine <laughs> and then trying to get a dog is like. I was like, I can't do this anymore. Similarly. So this dog came up, really cute little dog, black mask, little, you know, brindle dog. And I I was like, screw this application stuff. <laughs> I have filled, I had filled out by that time like six applications. It takes you like 15 minutes and they want to know the color of your underwear and, you know, how many uncles you had and all this. And I'm like, and they don't call you back for like 10 days. Or when you call them and go, or, you know, no one's got a hold of me. They're like, Oh, that dog's not available. And I'm like, I'm going to shoot y'all. I just cannot handle it. But anyway, I saw this dog and I thought, one last time, I did not fill out the application. I found the email. I directly wrote the lady and I said, we are not intimidated by size, blah, blah. And I think she read that and she dialed my phone number, okay? <laughs> and I I called my, and she said, you can come look at her at any time. And... um. I, I told my husband, I said, either I write really good letters or this dog is a freaking tornado. A yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> so she's been a good dog. So well, I must write really good letters. We know that the shelters are overwhelmed. They're often run by volunteers right. and stuff, you know. But And I think especially right now things are. I think it's just so crazy right now, I right? I think it's crazy in so many ways because, you know, uh, I think there are maybe like I don't know how much of an uptick in surrenders there are, but then there's an uptick in demand. Well, and, then and I do want to be careful. And that was the other thing that, that I was thinking of when I was going through this. I thought these puppies and all these dogs are going so. And we did want a puppy, which is kind of funny. We haven't had a puppy for over 20 years, but we thought with our elderly Dane that it might be a better idea to get a dog that was a new. new and new hadn't dog. learned anything yet. But, but. Who knows? We we got the dog. It's working out. But um, the whole time I was thinking, all these dogs are like flying out of here so quickly. Yeah. And I'm like, I hope they're not all back in a year and a half. Right. You know, and all the older dogs that were available, this is one, another reason we chose to get a puppy. Most of them said, not good in home right, with, with other, other dogs. dogs or children. I'm like, well, what can I do about that? Yeah. No, you, you know, can't. You can't. I can't. Yeah. That's something I can't, can't control. I have other dogs and children. That's right. Yes. Well, I uh, hope you enjoyed our little five-minute tangent on the hope dogs. Hope you like to. Hope, hope your you doggies, like dogs. kitties, or whatever you have provide are us, doing well. Provide us with your further zipper questions, and we will follow up with Take another Take a episode. picture of your animal with a zipper. That's right. And then send us your question. Okay, everybody. Thanks for listening, ZD. So long and so happy. Thanks for listening to Sewing Out Loud. For even more expert sewing advice, visit SewHere.com.